0: Any information being shared here is not intended, nor does it constitute financial, tax, legal, investment or other advice. Before making any decision or taking any action regarding your finances, you should consult a qualified financial advisor. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. Um, I'm quite excited today. Um, with the topic that we're going to have. It's a serious topic, but we think we're going to share some very valuable information. So if you're finding us for the first time, please subscribe to our channel and share with other people. And if you're one of our followers, thank you for following. And please like, share and comment as most people will do. So today I've got U Pumelele. Pumelele will introduce herself. Upumelele and I come from afar. She used to be um, my elder. Do I call you an elder <laughs> at high school? She was my schoolmate. <laughs> but Tell me whatever was, you want to me. <laughs> yeah, I she was, was a big schoolmate. sister. You're a big sister, and you definitely are a big sister. Um, so, yeah, so Upumelele has got a few things that she would like to share with us. And today we are going to be talking about retrenchments. And yeah, it's a very serious topic, but it's a topic that we can plan for and um, just find out how we can deal with it if we ever find ourselves in in that space. Pumelele, good to have you. Thank you, Mbumi, for having me. So please introduce yourself.
1: Let me introduce myself. All right. I'm a financial advisor. That is what I do on a day-to-day basis. I'm also an author. I've penned two books. So some people know me from especially the second book, From Debt to riches, because that is now an SA bestseller. We're approaching 30,000 copies in sales. I'm also a radio contributor. And now and again, I'm asked by a number of radio stations to give my opinion on issues money. And maybe last but not least, I also, you know, prior to COVID-19, we were regularly invited by companies to conduct talks and workshops on issues of money. So I think in a nutshell, that is who Pumilele is.
0: Wow. Thanks, Pumelele. And I have to say, and I've said this to you, I wish I could have, I wish you could have written the book. Uh, when I started working, because From Dead to Reach is, is a very it's a very good book, and mainly for people that are starting out, um, new graduates that are starting out, if they can get hold of that copy, I think it's 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 one book that will really definitely change your life. But even if you are working um and you're finding yourself in, in some bad situations, it's one book to help, and just for you to get some knowledge around money and how you can make some different decisions around money so i've got a story around money but this is not the topic for today
1: (laughs) okay Okay. yeah we all have we are not the only one we all have a story about money
0: exactly
1: especially post this pandemic we all have a story you know i i wish i had the time to actually write about our money stories post the pandemic but as we say, story for another day.
0: It is a story for another day. And maybe we can keep having these conversations because there's a lot that needs to be shared. And, and as you know, I like really having these conversations because somebody takes something out of them. And I also learn in the process, which is a good thing. So Pumelele, retrenchment, define it for us. What What happens? What are we talking about?
1: It's when in the midst of your career, you are suddenly, you know, your career is suddenly disrupted because you are informed that for one reason or another, your job is coming to an end. So that is what changement is. It often comes at times most unexpected to most people. Know so that is what your changement is the end of your job, um, for whatever reason by your employer.
0: Okay, so this is when you're being told that you are being made redundant for whatever reason, and basically that's the end of that. And you need to either go find something else or decide what you want to do with your life,
1: yes, but you know, that said, there are also. Instances where retrenchment is voluntary Okay. Um, so you know, for instance, companies will say we need to get rid of twenty percent of the workforce. They will encourage those who feel that they can do without their jobs to come forward and offer themselves for retrenchment. so it, it could then be voluntary, but in most instances. I mean, even in, that, even in that instance where you ask to put yourself forward, because I've had the opportunity of being invited by companies that are changing, by, you know, employees in companies that are changing. There are instances where the company will say, we need to get rid of maybe 20% of um, the whole staff complement, And they will then ask people to come forward to take severance packages in a voluntary manner. And I've had instances of being asked to guide, you know, employees in those instances. I do find that even those that come forward and offer themselves up for retrenchment, it is not an easy decision. It's still a very difficult decision to basically say, I'm coming forward But oftentimes people come forward because there are sweeteners that are being, you know, put forward to say, if you accept voluntary retirement, we would at least give you two weeks' um, pay for every year. And then you find that normally people who have been with the company longer or people who are close to to, to retirement, they will then need somebody who would... Way for them and work out for them what it means financially. You know what are the pros and cons, and what if they do not take this voluntary retrenchment? So yes, retrenchment can be voluntary, um, but in most instances, it's involuntary, and you know, you know, it's painful. So most of us would rather we go through our lives without having to face retrenchment.
0: Yeah. So if it's it's voluntary, what could be the reasons for somebody to decide I am going to put my hand up?
1: You know, there are instances where someone might already have been thinking about, I want to resign, but maybe they are too scared to resign. They might look at the whole thing and say, I've been with this company for 20 years. So if I'm giving two weeks pay Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. every year in, Service that could end up being, you know, a couple of millions. So that might become so attractive for them that um, they decide it's best for me to take this voluntary package, or they could even be close to retirement age, you know, or they could be between fifty-five years um, and you know sixty or thereabout. Because remember. In terms of the Pension Funds Act, when you are 55, you do qualify for early retirement, and these are the things that I'll be talking to them about to say, financially, this is what it means if you take this voluntary package, and because you are 55 years and older, you can actually begin to receive a monthly pension from this, um, you know, voluntary package plus your pension, which means that you'll end up with a higher monthly pension than you have had, had not taken this voluntary changement. And they might look at the whole thing and decide, you know what, maybe the kids are out of school, they are working, this could maybe be the thing that they need to go out there. And, you know, at 55, you can still do something. I know people, they've taken these packages and they are now receiving monthly income guaranteed for the rest of their life in a form of a monthly pension. And one of them, as I'm speaking to you, is busy with her master's degree, as an example. So that could just be, you know, she always wanted to do a master's degree, but between work and other responsibilities, she could not really do it. So that voluntary retrenchment enabled her to have the money and the peace of mind, knowing that she would have x amount for the rest of her life to go and do her master's and two years later she knows she's going to be marketable and doing what she has always wanted to do
0: yeah i think i think usually when when the word retrenchment is mentioned there's always um the fear and the pain and and we're always just scared because there's that sense of um my i'm not going to have a job anymore But I like what you are sharing about there's also, there could also be an opportunity. So there could also be a positive opportunity that can come out of it because now you can have the ability to explore other things that you might have wanted to explore because there's this element of um, money that you're also going to be getting out. So it's not sometimes always doom and gloom But for majority of people, it
1: can be. You know, it depends on your age, Bumi, and how long you have been with that company. And um, generally speaking, if you have been with the company for a long period of time, it means that you've accumulated quite a bit in your pension, and that two weeks of pay pay um, year of service can be a substantial amount. So that is why. If you're older, that could actually be a blessing in disguise. But if you've just been with the company for a few years, you still have young children, school-going children, you still have a home loan, a bond, and a lot of responsibilities because the younger we are, it also means that our children are younger and they are hundred percent dependent on us. But as we grow older, hopefully our children are also older, and in some instances they could be employed and financially independent you don't even need to be worried about school fees or varsity fees or anything like that so every circumstance every person is different and 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 it of course comes around with change because we need to change which is you know a bit um, unsettling and some of us just fear change we like things the way they are so it's also how we made up and all of that But there could be opportunities in retrenchment, and somebody else might have to point out those opportunities to you. If you're feeling, you know, I can't breathe. um, This is the end of life. Oftentimes, it's not. Oftentimes, it's not. It's just the fear that makes you believe this is the end of of the world. You know, are some of the most beautiful and empowering moments and our uh, growth in our lives happen because of such difficult circumstances that we suddenly find ourselves
0: in. Yeah, no, that's very true. So maybe let's get into it. The minute you hear that you might be retrenched, what are the things that you need to consider?
1: A few years ago, for me, I, I faced a similar situation. It was not a changement, it was a resignation, and I was going to start a job. Financially, it's the same thing, because you you are used to a certain level of income every month guaranteed in your bank account, same day, every month. Then suddenly, boom, everything stops. So one thing that I learned is the game changes. You know, you're so used as, a, as an employee with a, a, a fixed income that you go to the bank, you ask for an overdraft, they give it to you. You ask for a credit card, sometimes don't even ask for it. It just comes in your post box. you know, um, and suddenly things change when you are now self-employed or you have faced retrenchment changement. They know that income has dried up. And let me tell you one thing. It's a rude awakening. You are not going to get money thrown at you as you are used to while we are still employed. So one thing that I would say is get the money out. And before maybe we get deep into this, I want to say this, Mbumi, we're having a conversation. This is not financial advice. Yeah. But these are guidelines. I would rather... Anyone listening to this, take this as a guideline. The money will dry up. So get whatever money you can while you still have that monthly income coming in. For people who own homes, remember a home loan is the cheapest form of debt. So if you own a home and you are hearing rumors that retrenchments will be coming, the first thing I will do is I will get a re loan from my home loan or a further bond, depending on my circumstances. And those who own cars, they might want to do the same thing because a car loan is the second cheapest form of debt. So get the money out because chances are you will not get any money from the banks for the foreseeable future. The other thing is, yes, as South Africans, we. Shy away from budgeting. But this is your time to sit down and draft your budget as best as you can. Note where every cent of your money goes. And unfortunately, the bigger that paycheck is, the less you know where the money goes because there tends to be a bit of wastage as well. But this is a time that you must get to intimately understand how you're spending your money. The reason for this budget review is to. Identify the needs and the ones in your monthly expenses, so that you begin to say, "What am I going to do with these ones?" We will get to the needs later, but you need to look at those ones um, and say, "How much are these ones costing me?" You know, should I rather be using the money that I'm spending monthly on all these nice to haves to clear some of the debt that I have, because unfortunately, again, the bigger the salary, the bigger the level of debt. So these are the things that you need to be doing because you want to get to a budget position where you are right now, while you have a monthly income. You want to move from that budget, which is not going to be sustainable when you've lost your job, Um. You want to work on a budget, post-retrenchment budget. And hopefully, that post-retrenchment budget will show expenses that are much smaller, expenses that you can manage for at least 6 to 12 months, even if you you had no income. So that's the reason why you need to look at your budget and really go through it with a fine-tooth comb. You also need, if you have debt, there are, some, there, there are things called retrenchment protectors. Oftentimes, people have these retrenchment protectors, but they are not even aware of. So this is the time to phone your creditors and ask if you have retrenchment protectors or not. And if you do not have them, I will say to you, ask for them. Especially if, you know, it's still in the romance. The, the retrenchment has not been publicized or announced anyway. Get those retrenchment protectors if you can. You know, sometimes you no know, creditors might become suspicious if you didn't have retrenchment protectors as to why you're looking for them now. Uh, but what is the worst that they can say? No. And in some instances, you might be lucky and still be able to put in that retrenchment protector. And um and and there are also, you know, certain things that none of us can do without. These are things like food. We, all of us need food. You know, you can't do without food. But there are those which are not so obvious that we cannot do without. And for me as a financial advisor, one thing that you cannot do without is life cover. And the reason why I say is you cannot do without that is because we're all going to die at some point, we just don't know when. And what and especially with COVID-19, unfortunately people have died at a young tender age. So if you have life cover, your life cover may, might have been too high in terms of monthly payments towards that life cover because we're employed and you could afford it. So you might find that it's becoming expensive. Don't cancel it because you don't know. When you're going to pass on but rather shop around for um reasonable life cover so that in the un, in, in, should you pass on while you are an unemployed at least your children will have something you know um you won't just leave them with absolutely nothing and one thing that you can cut out of your life cover is disability cover because in terms of insurance Disability basically means, you know, you fall ill or you get injured. The impact of that illness or injury is that you will no longer be able to earn the income that you you have been earning. Mm -hmm. So if you are taking a retrenchment package or you you are being retrenched, you know, chances are if you get disabled, they will not pay for that disability cover anyhow. So you might as well, you know, reduce your monthly expenses by canceling the, the disability cover, but not the death portion. So this could be the, the opportunity to also review that life cover um, instead of just, you know, putting yourself in a position where one day you just keep cutting one thing after the other. Unfortunately, insurance is one of those first things that people go for when they are facing difficult times. They would, cancel their insurances, even car insurances. And I don't have to tell you how risky that could be. And yes, if you are a mom, you are a dad, you are a parent, you still have children that you're paying school fees for, university fees for, that is important. You need to look and see how you can at least pay for the current school calendar year if possible, for the following school calendar year. And also ask some tough questions, because if your kids are in a private school and if the school fees are very expensive, you really need to say, you know, should we continue with this school or not? I know sometimes it's hard because if your child is in grade 10, grade 11, they are just about to finish and it's not going to be easy to change schools. But if your kids are in other grades, there could still be room for you to look for a more affordable school. You know, so these are just some of the things that I would say you need to start thinking about the moment you hear of a a, a retrenchment that could be taking place. You
0: spoke (coughs) about retrenchment, What did you protect us? So what will oh, this yes. look
1: like? When you have certain you've bought certain items on debt, a car, venture, personal loans, other forms of loans, they often come with retrenchment protectors. What that is is if you were to get rechanged and you still have this debt, there is a small portion. Um, a retrenchment protector that you're paying for as part of your monthly payments, which will then cover you for differs from case to case. Some instances, they will pay your monthly um, installment for six months. In some instances, for 12 months. And in instances where you're just about to finish paying off that debt, they could end up paying off the debt in full. So these are the changement protectors. And some insurance companies as well um, will offer a changement protector. Maybe with your life cover, there will be a protector that says, if you were to face a rechangement, we will cover your monthly premiums for at least six months or for up to 12 months. But if you get a job before the six months of the 12 months, then the protector falls away. They always come with terms and conditions, so you need to ask and make sure that you understand the terms of your conditions. And in, in initial effecting for me, that's a very good question because remember um, that if your retrenchment is voluntary, some of these retrenchment protectors might not apply. Oh. So you need to so so you need to tread carefully. And weigh the pros and cons. Oh, wow. Okay. I
0: think that's very good information for people to know.
1: Mm -hmm. But in Mm -hmm.
0: general, what is the impact of retrenchment in people's lives, just on a general note?
1: You know, it's a difficult time for me. Everyone that I've worked with, you know, and I've had the opportunity to advise companies and individuals facing retrenchment across the country. It's a difficult time. It's a painful time. It's a time of uncertainty, especially in an economic environment like this. You know, in the past, for me, when people were changed, they would know that they would stay at home for a couple of months and they would get another job. But it is no longer the case. Chances are now, if you get changed, you, you might never get another job or it might take you a very long time to get another job. Um, one of the key things that tends to happen with our practice is when people get changed, not only do we assist them at that time when they are getting changed, but when they get a job, they also come back to us to say, I now have a job, help me to rebuild my financial life. Oftentimes it takes two years and even longer before they come back to say, I now have a job. So because of the environment that we're in economically, but it also depends on your age in Bumi. You know, as we all know, companies will prefer to hire younger people than older people. So if you get changed late in your in your life it might be even more difficult to get a job you know but generally it's 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 a, it's a difficult time because the the, the 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 truth is um your monthly income has suddenly dried up but your monthly expenses are there mm. and you know the higher the cha- the paycheck was the higher those monthly expenses um would have been as well. Mm-hmm. so and and also, I find that people with younger children um or people who are the only breadwinners in their families, and we also know that in our country because of the high rates of unemployment, when someone is employed, they are not just looking after themselves and their immediate families. Oftentimes, we're looking after mom and dad, if they are still alive. We're looking after grandmom. We're looking after cousins or another sibling or their children because the sibling got retrenched themselves. So one salary check supports a lot of people. And if that person also loses a job, it can be very difficult even on that person. So it's, it's 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 a difficult time. It causes havoc, literally, it can cause havoc in, in um people's lives. And and that said, for me, I also want to say that my role, for instance, as a financial advisor, when my customers go through a retrenchment, is to as best as I can assist them from a financial perspective to respond better to that mm. changement because also how we respond will inform how we're going to feel in wow. the long run. You know, I'm i a storyteller Bumi. I don't know if you know this about me. I love telling stories, so you must stop me if I'm telling too many stories. But I just wow. want oh, to share nice with you stories. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to share with you one story of of um you know a, a, a varsity friend of mine who went through a, a tough time and lost his job. And at the time, he, you know, um, his wife was just starting out in business. And they then contacted me about a month ago to say, whew, finally, the I, I, I've got a job. This is now over two years later. But, you know, Pumelele, please, I, I we, we must meet because I want to make sure that I make the most of this money. Um, as, I, as I get back to the world of work. And um, without me knowing a lot of background, I then said to him, you know, I want to know, is there any debt that you need to deal with? And he then shares with me to say, you know what? It was the toughest decision for my wife and I, but we decided to sell our home. And they had a beautiful home in the estate. And she says, we had to sell that home. We're no longer in that home. We know with the pandemic, we've not been visiting each other. And he says, we moved in, you know, we, we're we renting, as, as I speak, and our rent is less than a quarter of what our monthly bond repayment was. It was a tough decision, but with hindsight, he says, we are much better off because as we're approaching you now to say, please help us to rebuild, at least we're not sitting with mountains of debt. Mm-hmm. So you know that so there's one thing that I would like to say to anyone who is facing the changement get somebody to assist you to respond um, understand that this is a, a painful stressful difficult time and it might not be easy to you know respond um appropriately so get somebody who will guide you what to do what not to do yes the final decision lies with yourself but perhaps when the person prompts you to say maybe you know sell the house or sell the car or take the kids to a a, a less expensive school and all of that you know um, those are difficult decisions because it means that we are now changing the lifestyle that we are used to Um, but you know if we do it in, in the long run, we will be better off.
0: No, I hear you, and I think that's very important. So as you say, you're a storyteller. What mistakes have you seen people do um, or people make after being retrenched?
1: The biggest mistake for me that I've seen is people do nothing. You know, okay. they, they they do absolutely nothing. They pray, and they hope that something good will come in a short space of time. And I I I I pray, Bumi. I'm I, I, I pray, and I know prayer is important, especially when we're going through tough times, and we cannot live without hope. But we must also be aware that. When we're facing retrenchments, banks are counting down the time and the days. And if payments are not coming, they are going to follow certain sections of the National Credit Act, and they are going to foreclose on you. And before you know it, that house will be repossessed, and that car will be repossessed. And um, and and I wish I could say that's the end of it. Unfortunately, it's not, because when these, you know, items are repossessed from you. They are then sold on auction, and that is the worst position that you want to find yourself in. Because when stuff is sold on an auction, it is sold to the highest bidder. So if your car is worth half a million, and if the highest bidder at an auction is putting up their hand for fifty thousand, and there's no counter offer. That's it it's gone for fifty thousand and you still are liable for whatever the outstanding balance on that you know car or home is. so as far as possible, please don't do nothing do something. The other mistake for me which people make is and that's why earlier on I, I, I put that um you know disclaimer to say Please note that this is not financial ad, financial advice but these are guidelines. I have written a newsletter on what to do but at the end of the day there's just a newsletter to give you guidelines and in that newsletter I also said pay off your debt and especially your unsecured short term which carries the highest rate of interest
0: but so what is unsecured, sorry to cut you, what is unsecured debt? What,
1: what does that, what's that? This is debt that there is nothing for a bank to repossess. So in a personal loan, what can they repossess? With a credit card, revolving credit, all of these things, there is absolutely nothing for them to repossess. On the other hand, the opposite is secured loans, like your car loan, they will repossess your car. Your, your home loan, they could repossess your home. So, an unsecured loan is there's no item linked. Um, and I'm, I'm choosing my words very carefully because I know some people call these things assets, but I, I choose not to call them assets. Discussion for another day. So, these items are security over that loan because we're giving that loan to buy these assets. So, there's a secured loan. So, if there's no asset, specific asset linked to that loan, that is an unsecured loan. And those are expensive for me. You know, on, on personal loans, you, you're sitting above mm. 25%. And that can be very expensive. So sometimes people read these newsletters and they apply. Yes, sometimes they can get it right. But this is what I want to point out. And I've seen this, you know, with some of my customers. They will then take the money. They will settle the credit card. They will close the car loan, pay off the car and all of that. And um, because there was no proper advice and guidance and somebody looking at this holistically, guess what? In a few months time, they are using that same credit card again. And they've not asked themselves the question, once I've paid all of these, settled all of these, if I have zero money after that, then what? How am I going to pay for water, electricity, food, and all of this? And this is what then, gets people to go back into accumulating the very debt that they've just used their rechangement packages to pay off. So, yes, I'm not saying don't pay the debts, but you need to do a holistic overhaul of that budget so that you don't find yourself in a couple of months reusing the very same credit card that you have just paid off. Mm. Um, so, so so yes, it's good to pay off debt, but there, there are certain things that you also need to ask yourself before you pay off debt. And the most painful one, Bumi, that also comes with lack of knowledge of finances and taxes, I've seen people cashing their pensions and giving away thousands and sometimes millions to SARS because wow. they didn't get advice, you know. so. And, and one thing that you need to understand about how the tax tables work when it comes to cashing your retrenchment package is this, the higher the amount that you are going to be cashing, the higher the tax that you are going to be paying. So, you know, if for no other reason, seek advice from a financial advisor so that you avoid paying a lot of that money to SARS. And banning that money, literally banning that money. And sometimes people forget to claim for UIFumi. You know, um, while you employed, you are paying UIF. So this is your time to claim for UIF. Go and claim for UIF. So these are just some of the mistakes that people make. Uh they forget to claim for UIF when they are retrenched. Yeah. But um,
0: that pension fund conversation um of people um taking out their pension their pension money what could be the opposite of that?
1: Well there are a number of options that you have when it comes to your pension, and um each case is different. You you know there's no one size fits all advice. Mm-hmm. So but your options, in so far as your package is consent, your, your pension or provident fund package is consent, um, are as follows. If you don't cash it, you can preserve it and preserve all of it, 100% of it. Or you can preserve a portion of it. So you, you, you might withdraw depending on your circumstances. And again, maybe this is something that I want to clarify. People think that they have. Half a million that they can withdraw tax-free. That is subject to a number of conditions, and one that I'm just going to mention here is if you've never exercised that withdrawal before, and you might have exercised that withdrawal before, um, but not all of it. So you know, so it's it's not five hundred thousand every time. It's five hundred thousand in a lifetime. So you you could withdraw the tax-free portion or you could withdraw the portion that you need and preserve some of it. For me, a, 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 a combination is a better option because that could enable you to, depending on your circumstances, maybe pay off that home loan. And then you know that if nothing else, at least I have a roof over my head or settle those you know, high interest, unsecured, you know, loans that um, are likely to eat up a lot of your monthly income if you ever get, when you get a monthly income in the future. So, Mm -hmm. so, you know, I I would look holistically at somebody's budget, their family situation, their needs, and what it is that they can't do without one of the things that i always ask people who are facing the changement is look at your budget and let's do a post retirement budget how does it look like mm. and 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 you know if 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 you were earning let's say 50,000 net um before the changement hopefully after the changement uh your expenditures are going to be they're about 25, 20 or even less, you know, uh, but it can't remain the same. They can't mm. remain the same.
0: Yeah. So, I, I like the point that you're making about having a, a holistic conversation because sometimes you might not need to go pay all the debt if you're not going to have money to sustain yourself on a monthly basis. Because then you can be able to still pay the bit of the debt and reduce some of the installments so that you're able to then have monthly living. That's my understanding
1: of what you're saying. Yes, yes, Bumi. In an ideal world, there will be enough money to pay off all your debts and um, you still have enough money to sustain yourself for 6 to 12 months or even longer. that's not always the case. And then this is where sometimes, you know, I will say to my customers, Make it, you're in a difficult situation, you know, but there are degrees to the difficulty. And sometimes I've said to my customers, what is the worst that will happen if you don't pay this personal loan? There is absolutely nothing that your creditors can do except blacklist you. But if you don't pay for a home loan, you could end up homeless. Um, and, you know, we sometimes I'll say, I know it's hard, but maybe let go of this car. You know, sell it. And we know, you know, cars depreciate in value. So when you sell that car, it does not always mean that you are going to be able to pay off the full outstanding balance, especially if you've just bought the car. You might find that, Whatever you'll make in the market when you sell that car um, will be, you'll fetch less than what you need to clear that debt. Um, the debt that's sitting as an outstanding balance on that car loan. Uh, but, and, and then you can text yourself around, taxify your Uber or go back to the taxes. Um, but maybe there's a better position to be in and not have a black listing against your credit record. Um, because then, again, this is what you need to consider. If you're going to be looking for a job in the future, mm-hmm. there are certain jobs that you will not get if you have an impaired credit record. And that's why this needs to be a holistic decision. So, you know, th- so these are some of the conversations that I would have with my customers. And um, and, and sometimes the, some are lucky. They, they, they get rid of that car. They they sell that home and in a short space of time they've got a job and then they are rebuilding again and they are doing things a little bit differently um, the second time around. Because one thing that I always like when, you know, just about every person says to me is retrenchment, if there's one thing that retrenchment taught them to do was to really um fully understand what a need is. And what a want is, because we tend to elevate our wants into needs and to really learn to live with as little as possible. And they are oftentimes stronger when they get another source of income because they have learned to live with less. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. Yo, the whole conversation. I've I've always said. As I said earlier, I think there could be opportunities for somebody to start embracing what could be, um, what it is that they would have wanted to do, and it, it doesn't become doom and gloom, and they are able to move themselves forward, um, even if they've gone through retrenchment. So, what what additional stuff would you like to share before we finish our conversation?
1: Not much for me. Not much, except maybe to say. Given the, you
0: know, the the,
1: the difficult nature of retrenchments and how they affect not just you, by the way, um, as a change person, your partner gets affected, your children, people closest to you get affected, Bumi. Um, so, given the that and and how difficult this could be, if I were ever To be recharged, I will say, don't go it alone. Seek a advice. Get a financial advisor by your side so that you you have someone to talk to. You have someone to guide you. um, You know, and and don't go it alone so that you know you don't have to say, "Oh, I wish I'd known that." You know, um, for instance, you just said to me, "You didn't know anything about rechangement protectors," so you know. If if you're hearing about the changement, these are some of the things that you need to know about and start investigating and maybe putting in place if you don't have. So, you know, get, get somebody to assist you during this difficult journey and hopefully you will make it on the other end better than you would have. And, and for me, Pumi, as a financial advisor, what I always say to my customers is, This is what guides me when I'm working with somebody who is facing the changement. I'm trying to assist you not to pay a lot of tax unnecessarily. I'm trying to assist you to reduce your monthly expenses so that whatever money you have at this point in time, it lasts you for as long as possible. Because, And and then there are certain tools that I use to make sure that um, whatever money is available, I hide it from you. I, I put it where you can't access it. <laughs> and I, I, I might say, based on your post-retirement budget, if that budget says you need 10000 to live on, and then I pay you 10000 per month from that investment account where I've hidden your money, Then we know that if, for instance, you have 100,000 brands there and we're paying you 10,000 a month, you have the next 10 months not to worry about. So these are just some of the things that we do. But but for me, you want to make sure that whatever money you have, it lasts you for as long as possible so that you're not faced with financial distress um, very soon after that changement. Um, yeah.
0: Yes. I think I think that's very important because it's got a very it it can have a very it's an emotional time whether you took voluntary retrenchment or not because mm-hmm. there are a lot of mm-hmm. decisions that you need to make and and it, I think it can be very overwhelming for anybody who's going through it at that point in time. So there's a there's a mental element that you also need support of mentally and and emotionally you also need support. So I can imagine financial advisors become psychologists and everything else in one. <laughs> one, one
1: It's a very difficult one for me. And the, the reality is we we're not trained to 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 to, to be psychologists or to cancel you. I think that is very difficult is you know and and I see my myself you know, and, and how, how inadequate I feel because as a financial advisor, I'm good with money, I'm good with figures and I'm going to work something out and I'm going to say, this is the plan that will make sure that you have peace of mind for the next 16 months. But then there's this human psychological aspect that I don't know how to help you with where now it is the acceptance stage to say I no longer have that monthly income, you know. For me as a financial advisor, I'm going to give you the figures, and um, you know, and and it also depends on on your makeup. There are those customers who say to me, you know what, I'm not going to be able to do this on my own. So please hide this money from me. Give it to me, you know. Give me ten thousand every month. But not everyone is like that, you know. Others really want all of their money now, and um, even though I know it's not in their best interests. Um, All I can do is show you the figures, give you my recommendations, but ultimately it's up to you. And that's why sometimes in some instances, especially when, you know, I'm sorry to digress, but because, you know, I also help people to get out of debt. When I see that psychological blockage, which I'm not um, trained to deal with, but I can identify it, then I have somebody on the side and then I say, will you please go and see this person? Because, you know, this is the best plan and you know this is the best plan for you. But I don't know how to convince you to do this. How to, you know, because it's in your best interest and you know it's in your best interest. But if you're not going to do it, they, they, I, I can't help you, you know. Um, so yes, there, there, there is a need for counselling. Sometimes, you know, somebody will be able to, you know, make you soothe you you know, and and make you really feel it's not so bad to let go of that house after all, you know, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that emotional, because money has got a lot of emotions that comes with with it. And that emotional element and mental element really is, is needed for support whilst going through this. Even if you're maybe excited that this is opening an opportunity to the next thing, but I think you really need people to help you, as you say. Going at it by yourself is not is not really advisable.
1: For me, for, for those people who are using their rechancement packages to start businesses, I just want to caution that we all know the high failure rates of businesses in our country. You know, um. So if you're doing that again, this is where you know, from a finance perspective. I'll say, you know, this could be your last money. So be very careful. Um, Maybe put a a peg and say, if I have a million rands, I'm going to put 300,000 in my business and no more. And if after that 300,000 is not working, I'm not dipping into the other 700,000 because I could really end up penniless. And also depending on your age and your, your skills levels and the chances of you being able to get another job and all of that. You know, one has to be strict. If you're intending to start your own business, my advice would be please get yourself into those business supporting networks so that you get, you know, I remember when I was starting out in business, I don't even remember what the name of that support network was, but we would meet um, about twice a month. And we'll all be sharing what challenges we are going through in our businesses, and mm. you know, just listening to other people's challenges also, you know, helps you to understand what you could be facing in the future and how they are dealing with those challenges. If you can get yourself into such a network, so that you 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 have people to listen to you and to guide you. Um, mm. That, that will really be that could really assist you. And, and this is a difficult one because for me, we also know that you know some businesses were started by people who used their very last cent. And so oftentimes when you're lo- using your very last cent, you are very careful and you you, you, you work hard. And that is what oftentimes is, is required for businesses to succeed. And this could just be a start of a business empire that will never have seen the light of day. But because you found yourself in this position and and there was no fallback position, Mm. it was either this or nothing else. And then that just gets you to be so creative and and you do whatever it takes. So, you know, but get the, the, the network support behind you so that you have someone to listen to you, somebody who understands what you're going through. And yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. So where do people find you on social media these days?
1: We on Facebook. um, Of course, some young people who are putting us on Instagram and all of those people in Twitter. I don't know anything about that. So I'm going to give you I want to give you our, oh dear, I was going to give you my office number. I hope I can find the office number somewhere. While I'm still trying to find the office number, this is what I always say about um, the best way to contact us. Email is the best. And And the reason for that, when we have load sharing, when we have load sharing, our office phones do not work because Mm -hmm. they are linked to our Wi-Fi. And then people get upset. We're trying to get hold of you. No one is answering. You know, um, it's beyond our control. Hence, for me, an email is the best way to get hold of us. And our email address is info, that is i n f o at tutuga, t h u t h u k a hyphen is in a manner sign s a for South Africa dot c o dot z a. And then our office number is 011 mm-hmm. 568. Two six three five. And our 0, office 1, 1,
0: Five six eight. Two, 3, 2, 2 3, six
1: three. No, no, sorry, two six three five.
0: Two six three five. Yes. Okay.
1: Um, do you want me to also give our
0: your social media for, handles for people to uh, follow and check and check your, your, your things?
1: I think they must just try and find Tutuga SA on, on Facebook. Okay. I'm a bit more active on Facebook than anywhere
0: else. Okay.
1: You're showing your
0: age right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I'm proud of my age, Bumi. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and the office cell phone number is 068 mm-hmm. 195 yeah. 40
0: mm-hmm to eight okay no we will write out those details as part of as part of the of the of the description because we put a description so we'll write out the numbers so don't worry about that but I want to say um so what is the one thing that you want somebody to take out of this conversation
1: what you had on yourself when you're facing the changement Um, or don't be hard on your loved ones. You know, it's funny, but this is true. You know, when we have money, do you know how how nice it feels to have money? It makes us smile. (laughs) And they say, money makes the world go round. And equally, when there's no money, it's very easy to be short-tempered and all of those things. So just be aware of the emotions that you're going through. And don't be hard on yourself and on your loved ones, because you're going through the changement. Seek help, seek guidance, so that you 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 go through this difficult time as best you can.
0: Thank you. That was very that was very encouraging. Thank you for that. Please um, continue to follow us, share. And, and 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 comment. we we'll really love to get your comment about this change conversations that we are having. Thank you, thank you, Pume, for being here. I really, really appreciate the time that you've taken.
1: Thank you so much, Pume, for having me. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Change Conversations. If you enjoyed our show and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and kindly post about it on your social media platforms. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Change Conversations with Mbume. I am Mbume Mbidaga signing out and I will see you again next week.